Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Connect with Gia. I am your host today, Gia. And today is also going to be just a, you know, super relaxed, laid back podcast. I would say conversation because this is definitely, I would say, this topic has definitely come through from my personal current experiences I'm having at the moment and it just led me into this rabbit hole of research and investigation and dissecting and seeing the energetics behind it and today's topic is tradition the word tradition and it's been so relevant in my life because um, i'm planning my brother's wedding and i'm planning a bunch of other family members weddings this year and there's a lot of a lot of traditions involved in Indian weddings. And as you're aware, they're very long. We have like five to seven events leading up to the day and the major ceremony. And there's a lot of things I was unaware of, a lot of traditions I was unaware of. And of course, you know, me being the black sheep, I disagree with most of the traditions that my parents speak of related to the weddings and it was just very triggering for me you know like a lot of the traditions being mentioned around gifting which is usually money we call it shuggin in Punjabi when shuggin is given usually gold or or money is given and just the obligation and the pressure that these traditions bring on I completely disagree with them and I don't think we have to do things the way our grandparents did them and it just led me to whole rabbit hole of thinking what's the energy behind tradition and why are people so attached to it like oh my goodness god forbid in my house I said no we're not going to do it this way just because it has been done this way in the past everyone in the house would be so triggered They'd be like, no, you're you're trying to change us. You're taking away our traditions. You're taking away our values. This is how it's not done. This is how it's not done. Okay, and my response would always be, you're just unfamiliar with it because it's never been done. So someone has to start it. Why don't we start it? Why don't we create a beautiful memory and tra- tradition or a ritual that aligns with us in today's time versus 1930s. No, 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 that's impossible. And again, it would just bring up so many triggers. So then I started looking into it and you know the, the energetics behind the word tradition and why are people so attached to it? And there are a lot of negative, you know, negative outcomes of these traditions because, you know, sometimes you have to speak to certain family members and beings because oh it's tradition like you have to invite them and you have to give this much you know you have to gift you know the equivalent amount that this person gave you because it doesn't look good and it's tradition and it's this and it's that and i just thought this is just no this it's just so toxic this is really really unhealthy and why are we continuing this So I tuned in, got some information regarding the word. I did some research as well for this one. And it turns out the origin of the word 
tradition is, of course, from Latin roots, and it actually translates directly to hand over, deliver, or betrayal. So hand over, deliver, or betrayal. And I believe the Latin word that the word tradition came from is pronounced traitor. It's literally pronounced traitor. So now I just thought, oh, that's interesting. That's very interesting because as you know, vocabulary and language and words hold vibration and they hold frequency and they are a vehicle and a tool to help us manifest and attract energy. We do energy exchanges through words. So I just thought what an interesting word to choose that reflects traditions and traditional like betrayal, handover, deliver. What's going on here? And then my spidey senses went going. And then as I tuned in and I channeled more information around this, it just seems to be not only are we just handing down information and beliefs and customs from generation to generation to generation, we are becoming stagnant. We are not moving forward. We keep doing everything the way it's done, which is the old ways. We're not growing. We're not learning from our teachings. We're not moving forward. We're not evolving with the times. We're just looping in the same patterns and the same ways of being because we've developed an unhealthy attachment to how the outcome should look from this tradition. And we've become very comfortable. So it's just a toxic pattern. It's a toxic, toxic pattern. And I disagree with a lot of traditions. I feel like they do not serve humanity in today's time. Absolutely not. And marriage is one of them. And I know there's a lot of different beliefs around marriage, whether you should do it or not. And it is very personal. It truly, truly is very, very personal. But in today's time, if you really look at it, what does marriage really mean? Back in the day, people got married and had these soul contracts because women, you know, were looked upon beneath men and didn't have a lot of rights. So they had to kind of have a name attached to a male so they could live their life. That is not the matter at the moment. We have, you know, gone way above that. Well, at least where I live, which is, you know, North America. So that's no longer a requirement, yet women are out there and men out there. We go out there and we look for so-called soulmate to support us and love us and have companionship with. And it has to end in a marriage. Why? Why can't you just find someone to love and have that companionship and just be? Why do you need to have a wedding? Why? And of course, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you should not get married and have a wedding and celebrate. If you feel like it, absolutely. But you must question yourself why you're doing what you're doing. Are you simply looking for marriage? Are you simply caught up in the fear and the old patterning that generations down your woman were in your family line that, oh, we must get married for support? Is that that fear that's coming up from your genetic programming or do you truly want to get married 
These are all questions that are really, really closely connected to the energy of tradition. Why do we keep doing the same thing again and again and again and again and looping in the same ways and patterns and just being stagnant, getting stuck and not, you know, being flexible with our belief system? Because people always think, oh, values, principles, truth, they always stay. They always stay. But that's not true. You don't have to stay with your truth. You have to hold it and, you know, I would say stand firm in it. But it can change. It absolutely can change. Many of my truths have been changed during, I would say, the last two years. The pandemic has brought a lot to surface, which changed a lot of my lifestyle and my truth. So does it not make sense that my way of being and doing things changes also? Or do I go back to the same way of doing things and looping in the same patterns because it's tradition and just staying with the same mindset and belief system? How is that serving me? It's not. It's not serving me, the future generations, or anyone around me. And there's a lot of obligation with tradition, I find. A lot of it. You know, you have to do this because this is how your great aunt did it. It's like, okay, well, you know, good for great aunt. <laughs> good for her, man. When she was alive, it was like 1912. And she probably, unfortunately, did not have a voice because she was a woman and she couldn't make her own decisions. So someone, most likely a male figure, decided for her and she had to agree. And now it's become tradition. Why do I need to accept it? And it's just dissecting everything in your life. Everything. This applies to everything. It's not just tradition. It's everything. In your head, when you have your thoughts, is it your voice or your mom's voice? Are you running on your own programming or your mom's programming? It's genetic coding, conditioning, programming. And there's a bunch of other fancy names for it too now. But where do your desires come from? And oftentimes, when we do exchange traditions and traditional values, sometimes it is the feeling of betrayal. It is. And it can be for some. It can. You had to do something you didn't want to do in the name of tradition. That feels like betrayal energy. And then you sit with it and it just accumulates and accumulates. This is why I love being the black sheep of the family. I, I used to hate it, but now I love it. Now I absolutely love it because I provoke thought and I change ways of being, which of course upsets many people, many people around me, but I know the future generations will thank me. I know they will because I'm removing a lot of burden and pressure off of them. A lot of it. And I'm super grateful for the knowledge. And this also, you know, kind of took me down of thinking, you know, in our society now, in our society, oftentimes a lot of the media, the TV shows, one actually just came out recently. It's called the 90s show, which is, you know, the continuation from the 70s show 
I loved the 70s show. I absolutely loved the 90s show as well. I watched the whole thing. But it just got me thinking, these period pieces, like movies and shows, why do they create vintage movies and period pieces at all? Like why? What is the need? Why does my being in 2023 need to know what happened in the 90s? Yes, some information is important. There is valuable knowledge in history. We can definitely learn from it 100%. But oftentimes in movies, it's just based for entertainment. Oh, look at the aesthetics. Oh, look how pretty everything was, you know, in the 1800s, in the Victorian times. That's great, you know, that's, that's good. But how is that helping humanity move forward? And then you know what happens? We watch it. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. I agree, 100%. Victorian style is gorgeous. And then we want to dress Victorian style. We want to do our hair in a Victorian style. We want to move like that. In a way, it is programming us to think like they thought in that time. But does that really serve us? Why, does, why do all these movies and shows want to take us back in time? Why? Why is that? Why do they want us stuck in the same patterns? Why do they want us to loop like that? Why? <laughs> Why? Why is that? It's because our free will is being manipulated. A hundred percent it's being manipulated. Because when you watch these shows on TV or you hear these things or you participate in these traditions, you consent to them. You say, yes, I agree. Once you do that, all the energy comes through. Connected to those TV shows, that time, the energetics there, you consent to it. And then... You know, right now it's 2023, they bought the 90s show, they took us 20 years back. Okay, so let's move forward. Let's go to 2000 in the 40s. Are they gonna make a show of 2020 and then they're gonna show the COVID virus, they're gonna show what was going on, the medical system, the great collapse, how humanity woke up. And then we're gonna watch all of that, all those events happening and then we're going to agree to them, consent to them. Like, yeah, this was wrong. This was right. We make up our mind and we unwillingly and unknowingly consent to those energies of those time without even realizing what we're consenting to. And I really hope I'm making sense. <laughs> I really do. Because this is a lot to think about and it's very deep. This topic is very, very deep because I don't think we are aware of how traditions are impacting our lives. And especially if you are a child of an immigrant and, you know, just because our families come from a whole different environment and time and they're trying to, you know, have their children stay rooted in their culture, principles and traditions, but the world has moved on. It's a different time. Children of immigrants have a different upbringing because they were raised in a different environment. 
but yet we are obligated and pressurized to consent to be like yeah mom and dad i will i fine i'll do this i give it i'll do this because we are trying not to upset them which also creates people pleasing and if we don't then we're constantly ashamed and you know pressured to feel guilty that we didn't do something because somebody wanted it to be done in a certain way because it's tradition so it's keeping us looping in the low vibrational energies do you see how tradition plays a huge role in our lives plays a massive role and in my experience again you don't have to take this all in just take whatever resonates with you in my experience i would say 90 percent of it is very toxic traditions are very toxic because we keep agreeing to the same energies that have been going on for centuries and centuries and centuries but we live in a different environment we have a different lifestyle different mindset different technology and tools that our great 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 grandfathers did so why was, must we continue their ways of being and doing? How is tradition betraying you? What are you consenting to? How? How is tradition affecting your life? Traditions are of joy as well. We have traditional dances, traditional foods, you know, traditional architect that we do enjoy. There is the beauty there as well, 100%. But again, 90% of it is just obligation. It's a lot of hand downs and handovers. Oh, here's our family's legacy. Here's our family's business. You have to be part of the family business. This business is like four generations deep and you have to do this. Meanwhile, you want to be like a DJ or something. That's also tradition. That's traditional energy. And you do feel betrayal from that energy. That hand down feels like betrayal. So tradition shows up in many forms and ways in our lives. Many ways. Sorry for the long pause. I'm just catching a breath. <laughs> so think about it think about it and I really hope I provoked some thoughts some questions and something for you to reflect on you know how you can how can you better your life how can you better the future generation generation's life and what can you truly let go of that is not serving you it's just weighing you down in the name of tradition what is that what are those factors people places and things and I, I truly hope you found this podcast and episode helpful in that way. Because again, energetically, we're all connected to everything, everyone, everywhere, place. We're all connected. Our tapestry of our soul threads are all intertwined. Everything does connect and matter. On this note, I'm going to close this. <laughs> Thank you to my guides for being present allowing me to consciously channel this and leading me down this path to talk about this topic. So always gratitude to them and to all the holy beings and to you, my beautiful listeners. I love you all so, so much. 
And if you want to connect with me further, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok under the same username, Connect with Gia. Until next time, take care. And remember, we came here to thrive, not just to survive, 